the Milwaukee Bucks, the reigning NBA champions, are in disarray and in poor health. As of Wednesday night the Bulls, who had lost 15 of their past 23 games since the All-Star break and were swept 4-0 by the Milwaukee Bucks this season in dropping 16 of their previous 17 games against them, had a chance to take home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. What do you think of miracles, L. Michaels? Despite missing six weeks due to a flagrant charge on him by Milwaukee's Grayson Allen, Alex Caruso said, We had a difficult season, a lot of obstacles. It had a tinge of sweetness to it, saying, Playoffs should begin immediately. Despite the fact that we were in a deep hole, we were able to recover our morale. Talking to each other, we realized that we had an incredible chance ahead of us, the playoffs. If you don't get up and play, you shouldn't be playing at all. It's part of the deal. So you'll do whatever it takes to win. After seizing a third-quarter lead and tussling with Milwaukee through much of the fourth-quarter Sunday, the Bulls barely lost Game 1. A 9-0 lead and 18-point lead in the third quarter gave the Bulls an 18-point cushion in Game 2, and they didn't flinch when they faced a late comeback from the Bucks. Let's go to Game 3, Caruso commanded. It's up to us to win three more, and it's up to them to try three more times. I could go on and on. After a career playoff-high 41 points from DeMar DeRozan and another terrific performance from Nikola Vucevic with 24 points and 13 rebounds, it doesn't appear that intimidating anymore. In particular, given that the Bucks are now the ones who find themselves in a tough position. Chris Middleton, the Bucks' leading scorer late in the game, sustained an apparent sprained MCL knee and may be sidelined for the remainder of the series. Tristan Thompson elbowed Bobby Portis earlier in the game, resulting in an eye abrasion that forced Portis to leave the game and sit out the second half. This series seems to be over for the Bucks' George Hill, who has been ruled out with an abdominal ailment. With 33 points, 18 rebounds, and 9 assists, Giannis Antetokounmpo almost sparked a comeback for the Milwaukee Bucks. Brooke Lopez tallied 25 points, as well, for a total of 42. Unfortunately for the Bucks, Drew Holiday was held to only 8 points on 2 of 13 shooting and a team-high 10 turnovers in the two games. Zach Levine scored a game-high 20 points for the Bulls, who also had a strong effort from Patrick Williams, 10 points, 9 rebounds, while Caruso, 9 points, 10 rebounds, was the most significant player. Donovan said that his team's performance in their previous four home games after the All-Star break was truly not us at all, citing the opponents they faced and the manner they played. We were disappointed with our performance and thought we were better than we were. I believe our players worked very hard to grasp the playoff mindset during the six days they spent on the road. In the conclusion of the season, Donovan said, Maybe playing against some of these higher quality teams may have helped us develop, toughened us, and helped us become better, and helped us with that sort of mindset that we have to go on to the next play. There were a number of situations when I believe our team was unable to get the ball rolling in our favor when we were up against strong opponents this year. Even in the playoffs, we must be able to accomplish it since teams are too skilled and talented, particularly this club with such continuity. You can count on them to reply. This is what you expected and it happened. As a result, we had to put up a show. In Game 2, the Bulls were outstanding because they made such plays almost every time. As a result of the Bucks' three-turnover start, it was clear to the Bulls that they were dealing with a different squad than the one the Bucks had been toying with all season. Read more latest news. Wisconsin Basketball, a thank you to Brad Davison. For the first time in NCAA history, St. Peter's defeated Murray State. 
March Madness Tournament St. Peter's University wins an NCAA tournament game to reach the Elite Eight. When it comes to the playoffs, Vucevic believes his team will take a different strategy. When the season ended, we knew we had a rough patch ahead of us, so we came back to practice the next day with a plan on how to improve our chances of making the playoffs. As far as I know, we were able to put that behind us and focus on the game when we entered the series. In addition, the senior members of our team were well aware that the outcome of the regular season didn't matter at this time. Focus on the series as a whole and take it game by game. It was a difficult game for us to win, as Vucevic admitted. However, there was a second chance tonight. In the playoffs, every game is a fresh chance, no matter what has transpired in the past. You can't dwell on it, you must go on and improve your game. And I believe we achieved that tonight. Antetokounmpo had a tough time coping with the Bulls' lane blocking strategy, as he added three more turnovers to the five he had already committed in the first game. When the Bucks shooters went wrong again from beyond the arc, they were able to close out on them thanks to their solid and quick defense on Giannis in the lane. Their efforts were impressive, and they kept mostly with their starters. The Bucks were within 29-28 at the end of the opening quarter, but a suffocating run of defense spearheaded by Caruso late in the second quarter helped the Bulls take a 63-49 halftime advantage. Bucks produced the anticipated 15-2 comeback surge halfway through the third quarter, which has seen the Bulls wilt like a rose planted in Chicago in February in previous weeks. We're up 16, 18, and they come rushing back and reduce it to, 3, you have to cope with it, Donovan reminded. In the huddle it was said, we know they're going to run, now it's time for us to react. There will be swings, and the communication was excellent. We need to act. It was our pleasure to do so, as well. This is what you need to be able to do, get the lead back up. Guys like Vooch, Damar, and Zach, who have played in the league for a long time, are aware that there will be ups and downs. Those men's elegance, leadership, and communication skills were excellent. So, we were told, let's get moving on to the next scene, the next play. A lot of the best teams in the NBA are able to keep their emotions in check and concentrate just on the next possession, Donovan said. Some of the teams we faced in April may have taught us a thing or two. We had to pick up a few of those lessons after the All-Star break, despite our hectic schedule. At the time, it may have been a tough lesson to bear, but it was one worth learning. The Bucks scored the last eight points of the third quarter to win by a score of 81-78. We've already watched this show. However, the Bulls came within one point at 6-0 thanks to a Nikola Vucevic dunk on a Caruso pass and a DeMar DeRozan layup and free throws. Following a Vucevic tray and another Bulls basket, the fourth quarter began with nine straight Bulls baskets to make it 96-80 in the Bulls' favor. DeRozan was in the thick of all the action, making a crucial steal on a Giannis shot to get things started. According to DeRozan, I looked at all my missed shots from Game 1, he had previously said that there was no chance it would be another 6 of 25. I went at the Pfizer Forum last night, shooting, to get my bearings. A missed shot wasn't going to stop me from taking my next one, and I was certain that it wouldn't happen, again. When it comes to the playoffs, it doesn't matter what you accomplished in the regular season, DeRozan acknowledged. The start is fresh, and so is the outlook. That was evident in all of the men. To those men, no amount of defeat would have changed our utter defeat. Take use of this chance to compete in the outside world. With a successful appeal on a holiday block of DeRozan that was first deemed a foul, the Bucks gained some momentum in the fourth quarter. 
It appeared like the Bucks may pull off the magic trick of victory when Ante Tucampo smashed into the lane twice, getting within 112 to 109 after Lopez free throws, with 56.4 seconds remaining. Caruso and Vucevic both grabbed offensive rebounds, allowing DeRozan to score over Giannis with 22.3 seconds remaining, thus clinching the game for the Bulls with a win. According to Vucevic, the shot-making was certainly a lot better, as well as our calmness, particularly towards the finish of the game. In that possession, we were in scramble mode, and I saw a chance near the rim to collect a rebound after we fired. I couldn't get the ball away from Giannis, who was with me, I believe. So I simply tipped it out, a broken play and a chance for us to get something out of it. Because of the next two games in Chicago, that is exactly what it is. A very loud United center is what Vucevic predicted. Fans of the Chicago Bulls are eager to see their team compete in the playoffs. The way they've been with us throughout the season has left me in awe, I can only image how they'll be in the playoffs. As a team, we're eagerly anticipating the occasion and we'll do our best to capitalize on the positive vibes that will be generated by it. It's up to us as players to stick to a game plan and do our part, and the crowd is going to be huge, so it should be an exciting game. We can't wait to see what's in store. On Thursday, the United Kingdom's Queen Elizabeth II celebrated her 96th birthday, which occurred in the same year that she marked her 70th year on the throne. The Queen has taken a private holiday in Sandringham, her country home in Norfolk, eastern England, according to a statement released by Buckingham Palace. On the occasion of the event, the King is shown standing between two fell ponies, Vibeck Nightingale and Vibeck Katie, in a picture that was issued. According to the royal family's official Twitter account, the shot was taken on the grounds of Windsor Castle in March of this year. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, William and Catherine, celebrated the Queen's birthday by sending her a birthday greeting on social media. Congratulations to Her Majesty the Queen on her 96th birthday today. This is what the tweet says. Having served as an inspiration to so many people across the United Kingdom, the Commonwealth, and the rest of the globe, it is especially meaningful to be commemorating in this Platinum Jubilee year. The Queen received a birthday greeting from Charles, the Prince of Wales and Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, among others. As part of the Queen's Diamond Jubilee celebrations, the couple said on Twitter, wishing Her Majesty the Queen an especially memorable 96th birthday today, as we celebrate her Platinum Jubilee year. Latest Posts Queen Elizabeth is in attendance at Westminster Abbey for Prince Philip's memorial. I was out of line and I was wrong, will Smith apologize Chris Rock after the Oscars slap. See Kate Beckinsale looks stunning in a sheer dress. The Diamond Jubilee marks 70 years that since Queen's enthronement in 1952, making her the oldest continuously monarch in British history and the country's best female chief of government in world. To commemorate the momentous anniversary, a series of activities will take place all throughout UK year-round, culminating in either a Ford District long weekend spanning Thursday, June 2nd, to Sunday, June 5th, Dub Diamond Jubilee Weekend. In addition, to commemorate the Jubilee, Toymaker Mattel has announced the release of a Barbie doll in the monarch's image. The Barbie version of Queen Elizabeth II is dressed in an ivory gown with a blue ribbon and a tiara. It will be available for purchase starting on Thursday. A recent episode of COVID-19 left the Queen feeling extremely fatigued and drained, according to the Queen, who recently stated this. In February, a monarch was found to be infected with the virus. The Queen, according to her grandson Harry, the Duke of Sussex, 
was in excellent form when he visited her in mid-April, according to the news. According to him, it was simply so good to see her during a recent interview with NBC's Today program, which aired on Wednesday. Prior to his grandmother's 96th birthday, Harry made the observation that at a certain age, you become weary with birthdays. During a conversation on his relationship with the Queen, Harry characterized it as very special, adding that we speak about subjects that she can't talk about with anybody else.